Hey guys, welcome back to my show. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, and this is your host, Lejay Henry. Hey guys, I hope y'all having a great Saturday night. Yep, I said the Saturday night. I know it's kind of odd me making a podcast at night, but this one is really on my heart to talk about y'all. So I'm at work right now, okay? But I got some free time, so I'm getting this podcast popping. So y'all, the title of this podcast, as you can see, is "Do You Really Trust God?" Okay, y'all. So, those who follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, y'all know that my husband and I have just gone through something with our youngest baby boy, Landon, who's five months old, almost six months old. Um, Tonight, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail on that, and it ties into the question that I asked y'all, do you really trust God? And at times, I have to ask myself. Okay, y'all. So, this past Monday night, um, Oklahoma City had like a massive storm come through. So our baby, that night, our baby was sleeping in the middle of our bed. And we went to the front to get everything gathered for the storm. So we heard him start crying in the room. And I was like, okay, babe. I said, it's his feeding time, so it's probably why he's crying. So he goes back there and sees that he's actually on the floor, y'all. So... The floor is hardwood floor, so it's pretty hard, okay? Heartbroken. I know babies fall off beds and stuff like that all the time, but it's just that hardwood floor that really got me. So he was a little shaking up a bit. We got him up. He was crying a little bit, but he was good. Like, he did his normal feedings that night and everything like that, et cetera, et cetera. But come Tuesday morning when we started the feedings, he wasn't keeping his food down. So he went a whole 24 hours without keeping on his food down. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take him to his primary care doctor. Take him to his primary care doctor on Wednesday. And he was like, um, I told him what was going on. I didn't say anything about the fall because I didn't even tie that into the whole sickness. We didn't tie that into the sickness to the last minute. So I told him, hey, he's not keeping down his food, et cetera, et cetera. He was like, okay, put him on Pedialyte, see if he drinks some water. If he doesn't do that, then... um bring him to the ER. So next day, well, that same day, got the Pedialyte, got the water, and he wasn't keeping that down either. So Thursday morning, we decided to go to Children's Hospital. So I take him to Children's Hospital, and prior to that, my husband started doing some research, and he was like, you know, he said, what if it was from that fall? He was like, he started looking up, like, stuff about concussions and stuff, and it started aligning with his symptoms, like the whole vomiting, and he was just really out of it, really sleepy, you know. So I was like, oh, my gosh. So we made sure that we mentioned that to the nurses at Children's when we took him there. And so took him there, talking about the fall and everything. We got there about 11 in the morning on Thursday, okay? So it, y'all know, you want y'all go to the emergency room, y'all, it takes all day. It's a whole process. So took him there, um, told him about the fall and everything. They decided to do a CT scan, which is, you know, examine his head and everything. So after they did a CT scan, they said that they saw um a blood leak from his brain so of course i was like oh my gosh is my baby gonna be okay you know we panicking and stuff like that like not knowing what's going on so push to come to show you know they started doing all these other tests um x-rays you know giving getting blood it was like the most horrible they even had like the eye doctors come in and put the speculum in his eye hold his eye open while they look in the back of the red and you know they're dilating his eyes it was just a mess y'all because like i said this is our five-month-old baby like I felt so helpless, so helpless in tears, just everything. 
So they were like, okay, if they finally came and talked to us, did all the x-rays and stuff like that, they're like, okay, he does have a brain, a brain bleed, but they said he doesn't need surgery or anything. It will go away on his own. But they still wanted to monitor him in the hospital for a couple of days um, to get that feeding back up, to make sure that he's eating and not vomiting out. Uh, so, of course, husband and I is going to stay the two days with our baby. So after they did all that, we finally got admitted. And then they had, like, a social worker there. They was like, okay, social worker's going to come talk to you guys because the injuries that he has seems like it could be caused from something other than just a fall. And I'm looking like, what is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already on defense mode. So I start getting defensive, and I'm bawling, y'all, like, bawling <laughs> to my husband. Like, this is too much, you know, first the brain bleed. Now y'all telling me y'all got to question us and investigate us like we did something to our baby, which you guys understand that is protocol, especially in a situation like that. But it's like, you, whoever knows us, y'all know, like, we're real family-oriented. Like, we love our babies with our family. Like, so just being in that situation was very uncomfortable. Um, so they interviewed my husband and I, like, separately. They have to ask me questions like, um... Um, what do you do if you ever get frustrated? Um, has your husband ever just gotten angry at the kids? Like, just crazy stuff like that. And you know Jeremy, like, he is the best dad ever. Like, he's very patient, very kind-hearted, like, never. He would never harm our kids. And I would never be with somebody who harms kids. So, come on now. So, and then they started saying, like, um, okay, well, y'all might have to, we might have to do a safety plan, which consists of JJ, which is our almost two-year-old, and Landon staying with a family member that's not in the household why they get everything situated. And I'm like, so you're telling me that we cannot leave the hospital with our kids? Like, are you serious? Like, it's like we felt like criminals. Like, we actually did. I'm just like, oh, my God, y'all. It was so, such a trying time. And my mother-in-law is a very prayerful woman. My husband is very prayerful. And I am also. But during this time, my flesh just got the best of me. And I was just where I'm just worried, panicking, you know, emotional, crying. And they're saying, you know, you got to trust, just trust God. You know, he's going to make a way. But you know, when you go into certain situations, that ain't your first thing. You know, you're, you're going off the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just panicking, like, because you know, like, how some people are. Like, they will put away innocent people. And that's all I was thinking about was, like, no, these are my babies. Like, y'all, it was a hard time. Hard time. So we ended up staying there um, Thursday night, Friday night, and we got ended up getting released this morning at 10 and so during that process it was just just seeing him so like seeing him so helpless and just we couldn't do anything about it I was glad that he didn't need surgery or anything for the procedure but it's just the whole thing with the making sure we didn't do anything like it was so trying y'all but the woman actually called us on Friday so we ended up me and Jeremy ended up going home around Friday at three just to like take a shower get some clothes get our phone charges and stuff because the whole hospital stays I mean the whole thing you know just turned into something else I didn't know we was gonna be staying there for a couple days I didn't know so we was going home to get freshened up and everything and then one of the caseworkers had called us and she was like hey guys you know I can tell that you guys are a good family y'all wouldn't harm y'all kids um if you could just um make sure you get the baby a crib and put it in uh 
put it up and have it set up by 7 o'clock p.m. and just FaceTime her. Then we can drop the case and then wrap up everything this up this upcoming week. So I was like, okay, good, because, yes, y'all, he was sleeping in the bed. He does sleep in the bed between my husband and I. We had just moved, like, a couple months ago. And so we did have something that he was sleeping in, but we kind of threw everything away because the two-year-old and messed up that whole bed, and we just never got around to getting another one. So, of course, they had a problem with that, which is understandable. So, during that time, we went to go buy something, got it all set up, FaceTimed her. It was good to go. So, we should be meeting up with her. She said about Tuesday or Wednesday, just wrapping up everything. But she said the case is closed. She ended up calling the hospital, telling them what was going on and everything like that. Because I promise you, they treat us like we were criminals, okay? Criminals. Like they were saying, once we got discharged, once the landing got discharged, that we wouldn't be able to take him home. And that just kind of tore me into pieces. But God, y'all, like, it's like, it's crazy because when you go through certain situations, sometimes you go through stuff for other people. It's not even for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes the thing that you go through is to show the glory of God to other people, to show how faith, that faith to other people. You know what I'm saying? Of course you don't, because I promise you, I said the exact words to my husband. I was like, uh, I said, now I know that. You know, we go through things so we can help somebody else. And I said, I don't know what, I was just like, I don't know what this is going to come out to be. I'm like, because I don't know how this going to help somebody else. You know, like I said, I was fleshly in my flesh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect. I have a relationship with the Lord and I love him with all of me, but I'm not perfect. I still worry. You know what I'm saying? And I'm thank God I have a heavy praying husband because he always keeps me in line. He is always my strength when I'm weak. Like he always keeps me level headed because baby sometimes i hop out that spirit and get into that flesh you know what i'm saying it's still a work in progress nobody's perfect but sometimes you got to ask yourself like do you really trust god because we say that we do it so easy to be like yeah i trust god you know i have faith and stuff like that but when a trying situation occurs then we over there like oh my gosh what's gonna happen you know what i'm saying i don't know i don't know you know we're panicking we worried we frustrated we all these emotions you know what i'm saying but we got to learn to really trust him no matter what it looks like, y'all. And this message is really on my heart. This situation really brought me to this podcast because it might help somebody else. Like one of my good friends always tells me like a faith that can be tested, can be trusted. And the Lord will test your faith. Like we always think it's the devil. And sometimes it is, you know, because he will try to try you. But sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we need that so our faith can be trusted and show God that we really trust him. We're really dependent on him 100%. So I want y'all to ask yourself, like, do you really trust God? Like, really get deep-rooted in that question about do you really trust him or not? Do you trust him enough to wait until he blesses you with that man and woman? Or are you going to keep taking things and matters into your own hands and trying to do stuff on your own time? Do you trust him enough to know that he's going to provide for you? Even when you think that you're not going to have enough money for something or et cetera, et cetera, he always shows up, always on time. We may think it might be the last minute, you know, that last second, but his timing is different than ours. He's always on time. Do you trust him enough to take leaps of faith in your life? You know what I'm saying? Not to be scared and just really trust him wholeheartedly. Sometimes you really got to ask yourself that, y'all. Like, do you really trust God like you say you do? And if not, it's okay. Because the first step is being vulnerable about, vulnerable about it. You know what I'm saying? So you can grow more in that area with him. And that's exactly where I was at. Because, you know, Landon, he's almost about to be six months old. And, you know, this is my NICU baby. Um, so, you know, he's, that's how I kept thinking. Like, he always, 
going through something. That's my baby. You know, that's the youngest one out of all of them. And we like, ever since day one, he's just been in the hospital. But you know what? God is always faithful. And I could cry right now, y'all, but I've been crying too much as it is. But I'm crying to the joy because he is so faithful. And then, you know, once you get that relief that everything's good, you be looking back like, why didn't I just trust him? You know what I'm saying? Because once again, just like all those other times that he came through, you know what I'm saying? This time was no different. It wasn't going to be no different. And sometimes you got to remind yourself that when you go through things. Think about those other times that he brought you through storms, through trials. And then you'd be like, why didn't I just trust him? All that worrying, we waste all that time worrying and complaining and being angry about a situation when we could just put our trust in him and actually be in real peace. You know what I'm saying, y'all? So I just wanted to tell y'all it and just have y'all ask that question to yourselves. Do you really trust God? And like I said, if the answer is no or if the answer is kind of, it's okay. Just work on that area. We're all work in progress. We're all growing. You know what I'm saying? Christians are not perfect people, which I don't know why people think that anyway. But that's a whole different other conversation. But Christians, nobody's, Christians not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Like, we all fall far short of things. Just because we have God in our lives doesn't mean that our lives are perfect. We go through things just like other people. But the fact that we do have God in our life is what makes the difference. The fact that we trust him and we know that he always has our back is what makes the difference. Okay? Now, I hope y'all have a fantastic Saturday night. Thank y'all for making it so easy for me to be so vulnerable and transparent with y'all. Because transparency is what's going to help the next person in their walk with faith. Just in their life period. Just anything. It's going to help the next person. So every time we think that a situation has something to do with us, which it it does. It does. Because it definitely tests my faith. This situation definitely tests my faith. But it can be... For somebody else so they can see that glory. Because you know all the glory goes to God. But I hope you guys have a fantastic Saturday. And stay blessed.